the big turning point in the book, and I'm sure your life in general, is chapter eight, extraction. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's really the moment of truth, whether or not Fred's going to go along with the plan. And you really did just kind of leave it up to him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've always been big on stuff like that. Like if it's meant to be, you know, like you'll know. Um, and I didn't want to feel like, like I was making him do something. Like I didn't want to feel like I was stealing him or kidnapping him, you know, or dog napping him. And, and uh, I wanted it to be clear to me that this is what he wanted. Um, and I thought the best way to do that is if he follows us, to the helicopter that will be that'll be it you know because i mean they have to train our our military working dogs to 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 run through the dust and noise and you know run up the back of a waiting helicopter it's like if this stray dog isn't scared off by the dust and noise and chaos of a combat extraction then like this is obviously you know he's dedicated to us you know he, he really feels like I'm his guy, you know, and, and I, that will be, a, you know, the all I'll need to see. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we, we the, the bird came in. It was a little bit of a brownout, so it was even more chaotic. Um, and uh, and we're running through the through the dust, and I'm just trying to keep my eye on on the guy in front of me, so I don't lead the stick off in the, to the you know to the side. And and um, and I feel that poke again down at my heel, and, and I look down, and there he is, and he's clearly very very afraid you know he's mm -hmm. terrified but he's coming you know and it was that was it and i had a duffel bag in my pocket and uh our master sergeant um top um schmidt comes running up behind me and, and grabs fred by the back of the neck and i opened the bag in the wind and we just put him in there and zipped it closed and ran him up the back of the of the helicopter and um i'll never forget sitting down on because we didn't they they had those little those little bench seats and those um, CH-53s, but we couldn't sit in them because we had these big rucks on. So we would just ride on the floor, and uh, we're all sitting there in the back of this helicopter after over a month in the in the field. You know, we all got beards, and, and we're just caked in, in weeks and weeks of dust and dirt. And, uh, and I look around that helicopter, all these big Marines with all of our guns and gear, and I, all I see is teeth. All I see is smiles because they know, you know, between my legs and this duffel bag, I got him. You know, I got Fred, and they're all just so excited. Um, and he kind of squirmed around a little bit. I stuck my hand in there and gave him a rub, and, and he settled down. And uh, and uh, we were we were off, and it was like, it for me, it was, it was this, you know, kind of, one, two punch of like, yeah, joy, you know, like, yeah, okay, we got him. And then I realized what I had done and that now, you know, I was taking him from this place that was dangerous for us, but safer for him comparatively to a place that was safer for me, but lethal for him. You know, if, if I got caught, he was gone, you know, he'd be put down um, and I could get in trouble, but I wasn't so much worried about that. I would have felt awful if I had essentially killed him by trying to save him. And so the responsibility of that really kind of sunk in. And I was like, man, this is going to take every bit of, of scheming and, and maneuvering that, that you can, that you can do. And, and, uh, I was ready, I was ready to do it, but I was, the anxiety was, was definitely pretty high. And it, it wasn't like you were 
both going home together. I mean, mm. you were you were just extracting out of one region to Leatherneck, yeah. mm-hmm. making arrangements for him to get home, and then you were still you were still deployed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I realized like that like, the the tricky thing was you know in any situation like this, you look for you look for people who had done something similar, and so you try to try to learn how they did it, right? Like people. So I I researched like people who had gotten animals out of Iraq or Afghanistan. And every story I came across, they all had the same thing in common. They were on a fob or a base for the duration of their deployment. And they met their dog or cat or donkey. There's a guy that sent a donkey home. And, uh, and they had a year, eight months or however long to, to work it out, you know, and like raise money back home and, and get the paperwork. And I, yeah, I didn't have that, that luxury. We were on Leatherneck for like two weeks at a time. And then we were out to Sangin and then back and back and back, you know, and and I was like, yeah, the only way I'm going to get this done is, is, is to be a little shifty, you know, and be a little, uh, um, you know, just to push the limits, I think of, 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 uh, you know, of our, the ethics, I guess you could say, or whatever, you know, like I, I just, it was going to have to just get it done. I didn't have the luxury of time. And, uh, and so, yeah, it came down to a lot of luck though, because the guys, there was a, um, uh, a contingent of DHL workers from the shipping company that had, that had literally set up shop while we were gone. Like they weren't even there when we left. Oh, wow. um, and they were, they were my saviors. They were Fred's saviors because they—they're they the only option for shipping that I could have used because the postal service, you know, is run by the the DOD. So um, these guys were all from the Philippines and different African countries, and like they did—they loved Fred. You know, they loved the idea of of taking care of him while I figured it out. So um, you know, I, I snuck him over there, and and they they brought him in, and and I had to go back to Sangin after after a week and a half, two weeks. I don't remember exactly how long it was. And, um, and they watched him for me and, and, um, and I ended up getting hurt on the next mission to Sangin and, and that ended up being a blessing cause I got, I came out earlier out of the field a little earlier and had to recover from a, um, you know, a blow to the head and, and, um, but then, you know, it was just a matter of, um, getting through that and then I could take care of the paperwork and, and get the, get the kennel and get him on the plane, get him out. Thanks for listening to Pelham Place. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please rate and review the show wherever you choose to listen. You can find me on social media at Pelham Place Show or email me at Pelham Place Show at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be safe.